I mean, come on. A little bit of Queen going on? I mean, a little We Will Rock You playing in the background right now, getting you pumped up for the weigh-in? I feel like I'm chosen that because what the what KBF just did with FLW was straight up pulled up, set up shop, and rocked the house. And uh, we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about what happened in Arkansas this past weekend. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to get good and it's going to get loud and, and we're going to have a good time. We've got a phenomenal lineup of, of, of anglers, uh, lined up to talk. Uh, we've got, we've got a list of some of the, some of the best sticks, um, you know, in the country. We're working on one now that's trying to get some camera situation squared away to where he can get in here and, and get live with us. Um, but, uh, it, it's, it's going to be a good, good night. So, I'm excited about uh, about uh, about what we're going to be doing here, and uh, and excited about the show tonight. So, without further ado, I think we should kind of kick this thing off right and uh, and get this thing rolling. So, I, I think that'd be uh, be really really good. Looks like I'm getting uh, AJ, bro. It looks like I'm getting you on a screen here somewhere. I don't know which one of these screens is you. Is that you there? We'll see in just a second. I'm getting you on one of them, bro. I'm going to kick you out of all those unless you pull back in. So, AJ, if you're watching, bro, I'm going to let you kick back in. Uh, AJ's, as always, on the road uh, trying to find a signal to get in for the show. We do have uh, uh, Dusty Yacker in, and we have also got Matt Ball coming on the show tonight. So, we've got a who's who. These guys, you know, out of your top ten, took fourth, sixth, and ninth, respectively, um, in uh, at this weekend's FLW uh, KBF uh, DZ Cup. That Yaggers that that Yak Attack presented. So, um, if any of you guys are new to the show, this is the weigh in, and uh, uh, this is an opportunity. This is a show built around uh, about around what's going on in the industry and what's going on in our space and what we're doing. And it's something that uh, that that we've been doing for a while now. It's a lot of fun. So uh, let's get this thing started off right, though. Right, you guys ready? Let's do this. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Way In. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and we have got a show going on for y'all tonight. Gene Wilson, Mr. Parker Jones, Colt Collier, Catherine Mc, uh, M. Field. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Way In. I'm proud to be your host, Scott Butcher, and we've got a show going on for you guys tonight. Uh, so a little bit of housekeeping before we dive in with these guests because these guys are the stars and we want to talk to them. We want you guys to put up, post up your questions, your comments, your thoughts, concerns. We're going to weigh in on a couple of different topics here tonight with some of these sticks. Um, but first things first is two things I want you guys to do is uh, in the comment section over here, you're going to drop in, let us know where you're watching from. And then secondly, right down at the bottom of there, you'll see a share button. You can go in there and, and smash that share button and, uh, and, and, let, and let everybody know that you're on with and watching the weigh in live with the rest of us. So uh, I'm going to do that right now, actually. And, uh, and I'll definitely tell the guys in the green room, guys, if y'all have got your phones or you got somebody in the room watching with y'all, make sure y'all kick that volume all the way down if y'all got it on in the background because there's a delay. And I want to make sure that, uh, that we're not getting a lot of that feedback because I've got to do, I'm saying that now, and I need to do that on my phone. But I'm going to go in and share right here with, uh, with uh, uh, my friends. And I'd love you guys to do the same thing. Uh, like I said, comment in the comment section where you guys are watching from. And so that way we can do some shout outs and, uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe meet some folks that are, you know, that are close to you. 
that uh you know that you may not uh you know may not realize are are into the same same things that you're doing as far as the kayak space is concerned so um if you guys are didn't see sunday night's episode um uh it's uh it's perfectly okay aj it looks like i got you there bro um it uh you're perfectly good uh typically every tuesday night at 8 30 which is right now 8 30 eastern we bring you guys the winner of the event well the winner of this event was mr clint henderson uh out of rome georgia georgia local boy so i actually did his interview this past sunday night and we've got it loaded up now you guys if you missed it for some crazy reason you can find it on the facebook page or if you don't want to scroll through all of that you can go to uh forward slash uh weigh in and and catch up on everything from clint henderson he wanted to do our interview first and as you guys know he got pelted left and right with different folks uh wanting to interview him on this uh on this inaugural win and this momentous mountainous mountainous there's a word there i can't pronounce momentous there you go dusty's in my ear down there in the bottom in the green room momentous occasion uh, so, you know, he had a lot of people pulling at him and he wanted to do our show first because he's a loyal KBF guy. He's a good friend of mine. So we did his show on Sunday. So if you missed it, make sure that you guys, guys go back in and check that out. Hey, speaking of the champ right there, there's Clint Henderson right there. Hey, Rome, Georgia still has my name on the banner on my end. Uh, he said, I'm okay with that. Oh dude, you're absolutely right. I should change that. I didn't change that. I should have changed the banner. Whoops. I'll make sure that I get that changed out and see if, uh, see if that's something we can do. Uh, let's see. I don't think I can. I've never changed that in the middle of the show. Uh, you're right, Clint. I, rem I missed that, bro. Let me see if we can do that. Boom. I think we can look at there, but, uh, but yeah, but there's, there's, but that's, that's the man Clint Henderson. So he's in here with us. Looks like we got Gino in from Bass Fishing Dads. We got some folks in from Michigan, Mississippi, uh, all kinds of different folks. So let's not wait around. Let's not play anymore. These guys are studs. Let's bring in Dusty and Matt Ball, and see if we can get AJ's Wi-Fi uh, 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 wi working right, where we can bring AJ McWerther in the show with us as well. Let's see if we can bring him in and get all these guys in for a little bit of weigh-in, a little bit of kind of conversation. Matt Ball, Dusty Yacker, what is going on, fellas? Hey, good evening. How are you guys? Hey, uh, Dusty, man, uh, welcome to the show. You're a first-timer here, man. Welcome to the weigh-in. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It feels really good to be on here. Uh, I'm just sort of chilling at home. I can't hear Dusty on my end. With, uh, uh, with, this, with this modern technology, it's kind of neat. So, um, yeah, I'm happy to, uh, to be here and, and answer questions and uh, have a good time. All right. Sweet, dude. Well, man, that, that's, that's awesome. So, Matt, and Matt's telling me now that you can't hear Dusty. I don't know where that's a glitch somewhere. I can, I'm, I can, I'm, hear, I can hear Matt. You can hear Matt? Yeah. Is, it, is your Bluetooth not working, Matt? Pull your Bluetooth out of your earphones and see if you can hear him through your through your through your regular. Can you hear him through your through your through your phone, Matt? No, I can't hear him. I can hear you just fine. Cut your. Oh, you hear me just fine. I don't know. Oh, then yeah. that's weird. Yeah, you're you're clear. And can't dust. You, you can't hear me, Matt. No, he's not hearing you at all. That's odd. Right, I don't. Matt. I I haven't had that issue come up. Let me see if I can play with some mic settings while we're while we're kind of diving into this, but. Uh, you guys know the 2016 uh, uh, KBF national champion, the inaugural national champion, uh, whom whom Clint and I actually had a lot of conversation with. If you missed Sunday's episode, uh, Matt was a, Matt was a driving force once again behind that episode, as he is in just about every conversation around this sport. 
Um, but uh, Matt Ball, what's up, buddy? How you been, man? Man, I'm doing good. I'm uh, still recouping from a long week on the road and uh, head headed back and went straight to work and uh, uh, to my real job. <laughs> well, you work some role. You you work you work a you know an, an otter job with, uh, not really an otter job, but you work a very demanding job with some different hours, some swing type shift thing. So you know you you know you stay moving, you stay grow, you stay going. And now you had quite a road trip adventure. Right yes, with uh, with with the with uh, with Mr. Drew Gregory. Yeah, um, Drew, Drew and I uh, uh, hooked up for this trip. Uh, it was pretty cool. We uh, <laughs> it, we had talked a long time ago about the fact that uh, he was going to be coming through this uh, uh, area uh, and said, "Hey, man, you want to ride out with me?" Uh, so so I did, and uh, I spent a spent a week in the. Uh, um, uh, hooked on wild waters rv <laughs> and it is uh let me tell you if you ever want to try uh try it uh you know a week in a in a little tin box with drew gregory is uh it's interesting let me well drew drew way. matt i don't know if you can see on your screen i don't i don't know what you're seeing but oh, i don't but yeah. but drew's on here and drew just commented drew says if matt ball doesn't give all the credit to mountain man then I'll be disappointed. And if Dusty doesn't give all the credit to Cracker Barrel run-ins and coffee with four Splendas, then he's off his rocker. Uh, Drew, Drew, I tell you what, man. Drew, if you're around, bro, I'll send you a link, and you can jump on in here with us and weigh in on some of this because it looks like AJ is having a hard time. So, Drew, if you're going to be around, man, comment down below. I'll drop you a link, and you can jump in here and talk with us, bro. We'd love to have you on the show. So, Dustin Nichols is on here. Uh, Clint Henderson is watching. Drew Gregory's in. Uh, uh, so, you know, it's, it's one of those things, Clint, if you're around, bro, where you can take, where I can send you a link, I don't know if you're at work or not. I was under the impression that you were at work. Uh, it's looking like we may get AJ back here, but it's, it's, it might be on the struggle bus here. We'll see if we get him. He's not, he's not getting a camera connection for some reason. So AJ, well, if, if you can see us, bro, my bad, but, uh, we, we, we can't see you. Do we hear you? Nope. I got nothing out of you, AJ. Yeah, I don't know, man. All right. So it'll be one of those things. Uh, AJ, if we can get you working, great. Like I said, if we can, it's not the end of the world. So it, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things. So, all right. So let's talk a little bit about about getting down here. And, and, and Matt, we touched on that a little bit. You took a road trip, uh, you know, like we just talked about there with Drew. Um, one of my favorite posts from the whole week was Drew po uh, I think I lost doing an Instagram. No, nope, you're there, Matt. I see you. We're, you're there with us. Oh, no, Matt left. <laughs> so, uh, are you, Dusty, you're still with me, right? I'm, I'm hanging in here, bud. I got you. All right, cool. Well, good deal, man. Well, tell us a little bit about, about your, uh, about you getting down to the, down to Arkansas and a little bit of that trip for you. You're out of Illinois, right? I am. I'm out of Illinois. Uh, I'm pretty much in the Chicago area. I'm 10 minutes West of Chicago. Uh, for me, it was a 10 hour trip. Exactly. Which, uh, you know, after a couple of years of doing this is, isn't so bad. If you asked me a couple of years ago, a 10 hour trip would seem long, but uh, it really didn't seem that bad. Um, and uh, it was it was it was great. Uh, I, I had this had been on the calendar for a while because uh, I had, of course, qualified for it at the national championship. And because of a top 10 placing, I had I was fortunate enough to have my entry fee comp. So, um, you know, it was a no brainer. It's, it was on the calendar for a while, so I had planned for it. So, um, 
it wasn't like my usual last minute spur. Let's see what's going on. What should I register for? You know, because I sort of have a now doing that in the summer. We talked a little bit with Clint, the champ of this event, uh, and and his traveling partner, Mr. Jim Ware, the River Goat. Did you put in? I mean, uh, Dusty, did you put in a lot of map study prior to travel time? Uh, I mean, yes, are you I, that guy? Yes, I did. Uh, I, I mean, I typically do for the bigger events. I typically do. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of time. It's a little. It's it's pretty much like my morning routine with a hot cup of coffee to open up Navionics, uh, YouTube, whatever other internet resource I might be able to find, and just scour over it really, um, and just you know, take a look and, 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 and imagine and, and predict and speculate and, uh, maybe match this with that or look at, look at any little nuance or any little treasure on the internet that I could find and kind of stow it away. But, but, but really, uh, I mean, you could do all the map study in the world. You, you have to get to the, to the body of water. You have to get to the lake and kind of let the fish in the lake conditions tell you what to do because, um, I mean, you could develop, you, know, you could develop A, B and C looking at a map or watching YouTube and, you know, the lake might be completely different. So. Yeah. Now, now, Matt, are you, I'm not sure if you're able to hear, yeah. are you hearing Dusty yet I, or no? I'm okay. good now. I can hear Matt. So, I mean, tell us a little bit about your, about be about your, your lead up time before you get in the truck with Drew. I mean, are you, are you doing a lot of map study and kind oh, of looking yeah. this stuff over? Yeah. I, uh, well, you know, Drew and I really kind of had the right, the, the same kind of idea, which I knew that we, we were going to fish very similar. And that was looking for the smallest water that we could find. Uh, so we had poured over the maps. Uh, literally, I had for, for months looking for every small tributary, creek, river, uh, feeding into this lake. Because, uh, you know, I knew that the conditions you know, reading everything and watching everything about this lake in August, I knew it was going to be tough. And I felt pretty darn confident that, uh, in a river, in a, in the creeks that I could, I could do well. Uh, so that's what I did. Nice man. Outstanding. So, well, both of you guys, you know, go into a game plan. You guys are both constantly guys that's in conversation constantly guys that are standing on stage and, and cashing checks in this sport and uh you know so it, it was really really cool to to see you guys you know put in the time and put in the effort and see you guys get down there and all that stuff so i want to talk a little bit about about the event going up to it because this is the flw cup it you know and you know it's it's it's, it's the same level as what the classic is to bass and you know mlf doesn't have a thing yet it's kind of you know it's, it's kind of their nc is what we know as in the KB in the KBF world, um, but but so I mean going into it with all the fanfare and all the show and the expo and everything going on, Dusty. I mean, was any of that different in your head being on the water? Or no, that's that's a great question. I'm glad you asked that. Uh, like I was talking about earlier, the entry fee was comped, and I think that kind of had had it had the effect of you know not kind of putting it in the forefront because it's a lot of investment for people, five hundred dollars. And um, after day one, after day one, when I had a pretty good day and I was sitting in second, I thought I was sitting in first place for a while, but it, I, I was sitting in second place. That's really when it sort of dawned on me. That's sort of when it sunk in what was happening, what I was doing, what I was involved in um, and, you know, sort of the prominence of the event and, and, and sort of like, you know, the historical nature of it. I sort of got caught up in it. So there was a little emotion there. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was. It was a, it was a pretty cool thing to experience and to go through. 
Yeah, well, you're, I mean, you're day one. I mean, you put up 85 and a half on day one. And, uh, you know, and, and, and because of, of EJ's, you know, have, you know, loading in late and not having that, a lot of you guys, you know, thought y'all had killed the day because everybody was worried that 80 may not even be a numbers that are hit out of five fifth because well, you know, it's August and it's Arkansas and it was hot. Well, let me just tell you, um, <clears throat> I was actually to the moon when uh, I got that last 1950 fish to call my 14 inch, my 1450. I mean, I, I, I was hoping, I mean, I wasn't even confident that I'd get five bites. If I got five bites, I would be happy because that'd be an opportunity for a limit. Um, I got seven bites that first day. Uh, and I, you know, I got 85 some odd inches out of it. And, um, (laughs) I, I never look at the leaderboard ever, ever, ever. People know that they know that if they sort of see me on the water, maybe not to talk about it or, you know, how, how things are going on other parts of the lake. But this was the first time I peaked at it because, I really felt good. I really felt confident because in practice, um, the things I was successful at were very random. And when I talked to other people, they weren't really having success either. It was AJ. That's the best signal we got. Stay there if we can get you. It was a tough grind. So um, I was, I was, I was sort of thrilled with that, with the, with what happened on, on day one. Absolutely outstanding. Well, it looks like we're not going to be able to keep AJ. He's bouncing in and out. I don't know. I don't. I think. I think that. Uh, that the little woman may be driving down the road is what it sounded like there. So I don't know if we'll get a signal out of him or not, but Matt, so coming in, coming out of day one, uh, I mean, you put up a very respectable 80 inches. We knew that the fishing was going to be tough. We knew that it was going to be a grind down there. Um, I mean, you know, you, you put up a, a, you know, at this point, a giant. um, And, and what I, what I understand is I think it's the biggest fish on day one, right. With your, with our, well, you were just behind, I think, uh, Eric's 21, right? You, your biggest yeah. was a 20 and three quarter. Yeah. I caught a 20 and three quarter. Uh, it was one of the first, I, I think it was the second fish that I caught on day one, uh, right after I, I, uh, start time. It's, uh, you know, shortly after six. And, uh, you know, I, I was, man, I, I was on fire day one, uh, I actually left a lot of fish on the water day one uh, in the area that I was in and, and felt really good about day two with, with what I had seen that, uh, that had followed and, and I didn't, didn't catch, uh, you know, I, I wasn't holding anything back by any means on day one, but uh, I felt pretty confident that, that the fish were there for day two. Uh, and, and they were uh, day two. Uh, you know, I know AJ knows this and, and Drew knows this, but uh, um, I actually had the fish to win this on. Um, I I had my limit uh, in. Uh, <laughs> it was a tough ride back to the weigh-in on the last day. Of course, I didn't know how Clint had done. I had cell zero cell service all week, so I was in a bubble. Uh, yeah, it was kind of nice actually. Uh, uh, you know, I'd go up to the camp store where we were staying in the evenings and kind of study some maps and look at some stuff and kind of get a, uh, you know, but other than that, I was in, in, in the dark all week. And, um, but anyway, I, I did not have a limit on day two. Uh, I caught yeah, four that's, fish. That's, that's what I was just about to get into. So people that may not realize yet is that on day two, uh, you actually, for day two rankings, you took 16th place. You were, I mean, you, you grinded all day and you actually had one minimum of 12, uh, was, was, was your smallest. And then you yeah. never did get that fifth fish. You never did find that fifth, that fifth, fifth. My, uh, 
this is a kind of an interesting story. Clint had had messaged me uh, multiple times, evidently on the way back, and I finally got into service and heard it. Uh, but uh, and then at the at the way in that night, uh, Clint or uh, yeah, that evening, Clint and I was talking. I lost a, yeah, I had a, a eighteen inch ballpark, eighteen inch or better uh, bass on a spinnerbait uh, on, on day two that would have given me, uh, the limit and, uh, and he tail walked on me twice and, and just come unbuttoned and, God, uh, yeah, but no, you know, it was, uh, one thing that, that Clint and I, we did the math cause he was, he kind of thought I was holding back on him. Uh, and not telling him what I had. Yeah, everybody thought you were. When you uh, came in and the rumors started spreading, I wasn't even there. <laughs> I'm back in Georgia, and I was getting rumors that, oh, Matt's holding out and telling everybody he's only got four fish. I was like, Matt Ball doesn't lie about anything, no. especially a fish. <laughs> no. I, I, and uh, and we fig- I, he told me, I showed him what I had, and I said, yeah. I said, honestly, Clint, I said, I'd, but an, I, I would love to finish second place to you by a quarter of an inch in this event. That would yeah. have been, that would have been, uh, honestly would have been awesome. That would have and, been very and, poetic. And, and I had the fish to do it and we figured it up. If that had been an 18.5 fish, I think it was, I'd, I'd have to look again, but, uh, I'd have been, we'd have tied. Uh, well, for, and, for those of you guys watching that don't know the history of the sport, in 2016, I'll make this a quick story. In 2016, during the first NC, Matt Ball won it by a quarter of an inch over Clint Henderson. And we had this conversation on Sunday, and it's no, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, Clint understands it completely. Matt Ball has gone on to become what and who Matt Ball is in the sport. While, you know, we all joke that, I mean, Clint's known, but uh, publicly from a, from a KBF and a household name perspective, Clint's not where Matt Ball is right now. And it's not because he's not as good of a stick or he's not as good of a human being. It's because if you're not first, you're last. And you know, that that whole situation has bothered me for years since, (laughs) since that happened. You know, I'm glad I won the national championship, but I, you know, I hugged that man for the first time in 2016 after, after the national championship and I could feel the the disappointment in his body when I gave him a hug and seeing him the next year at the national championship. And, you know, I honestly felt guilty about beating him by a quarter of an inch knowing that I had a guy out there that, and honestly, the fact that him and I gained to build a relationship over that was, was really something from the Lord, you know, and the, the Lord had put us together in that situation. And now it's come full circle to see, you know, how him and I have been able to, to use that as a platform for, for what we both believe in. And, uh, and now he's got the chance to get a bigger audience and, and I and, would not, I would not change. Uh, if, if I could change anything, it would be that I came in a quarter inch below him and I had the fish to do it. So that, that would have been the, the best uh, for this event for me, but I'm, well, I'm very happy with where I finished and it, proud of what I did. So. It's funny. I asked Clint to send me some photos. Clint's on here now talking. He said, I thought that they were hiding Matt referencing Matt ball. He said, I thought they were hiding him somewhere interviewing him because he won <laughs> because he couldn't find you on the floor. But before we did his interview on Sunday night here on the way in, I asked him to send me a couple photos and Matt, I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but the first oh, photo yeah. that he sent me 
was this photo right here was the very first photo that he sent me of photos that he wanted us to talk about and display because of the respect and how he carries. And I said it on Sunday and I'm going to say it again and I'll scream it from the rooftops until I'm blue in the face to have an inaugural champion of for the NC and in, in Matt ball with how he carries himself and how he carries this community and this sport and what he loves on his sleeve and on his back to then have the inaugural champion for, for the FLW cup in, in Clint Henderson, that is, that is every bit as qualified at the same level that Matt ball is guys as a community and as a sport, we could not have hit a better home run and no offense to any of these other guys. I'm saying this right in front of, of two of the best guys in our sport with, with, with dusty and now with drew Gregory joining us, who we're going to get to here in just a second. But it could, this could not have been more poetic. It couldn't be more, more, more scripted in a, in a matter of, of being what's right and the way things are supposed to fall. And it just, it gets me pumped up as a fan because it's, 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 it, you couldn't, you couldn't write this story any better. Drew Gregory, welcome to the show, buddy. What's going on, man? Oh man, I'm, I'm like Matt. I'm just trying to recover, man. Just all these scrapes and cuts all over my body and chiggers and mosquito bites and, Hopefully you guys can hear me all right. Does it sound good? Yeah, good. man. Sounds good, dude. We hear you great. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the weigh-in. You've been a guest of mine on, on a couple of these shows with us here in the past. Um, uh, Drew took – Drew, overall this weekend, I think you finished eighth, right? That's right. Yeah, eighth, you, that was, yep, eighth after first day. It ended up eighth after second day, so I guess eighth is where I was meant to be. Yep, eight. So, so guys, we're dealing right here with three of the top ten from the FLW KBF DZ Cup this weekend that was presented by Gag Attack. So if you guys have any questions, uh, drop them in the comment section over here on the right. Uh, AJ, buddy, I don't know if we were able to ever to kind of ring you back in or not, but, but Drew's going to slide in here and kind of fill your shoes. Uh, AJ had taken fourth overall. Um, but between these guys, Dusty was six, Drew was eighth, and Matt Ball was nine. So we've got three out of the top ten right here, guys, for you guys tonight here on the way. And so if you got questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, whatever, let us know. Drew, brother, how was the tournament for you, man? How you know this? You're you're not you're you're used to standing on stages. You you you've you've been high at the at the NC a couple of times. I mean, how was this event any different for you? Well, you know. I- we just talked about some second place finishes with Clint and how he got his first. So I've kind of been the, the bridesmaid a couple of times and hoping to, to be the bride one of these times. But uh, I was second. In the, like you said, the original, it was actually called the invitational back then, the, the first big one and then got second this year. But tournament was good for me. But before we uh, move on, I do want to, uh, you know, since I sort of jumped in here since AJ couldn't get on, I want to say it was a pleasure fishing with him and Christine that first day and, uh, and Matt ball. We were all in the same area and, I mean, mad, mad respect to AJ. He did an incredible job, found some fish uh, downstream of where we were. And I saw some of his areas afterwards on that second day. And just a class act guy, I just wanted to say, since he couldn't be on here, just kind of represent him and say, uh, earned a lot, of, a lot more respect for AJ for what he's doing for the sport and also as a fisherman. So great well, job, AJ. I, I, I tell you what, man, to kind of take your, your lead right there, AJ's watching. He said I, his comment here I just threw up on the screen says, I guess I wasn't supposed to join you all tonight. Literally wouldn't let me on. So I'll, I'll take a little bit. AJ posted a little bit earlier today on his Facebook feed um, and his Instagram. If you guys aren't following those, channel, those social channels, you definitely need to. Um, uh, AJ's not a guy who really needs an introduction in, in this sport and in this community. But one of the things that AJ, uh, you know, doesn't doesn't get a lot of anymore is is kind of that recognition and that respect as a hammer. And because the last year or so, he's as you guys all know, he's kind of taken on the Hobie BOS series on his back and kind of shouldered it. 
and is kind of really playing TD and running that thing all across the country and really bringing together some, you know, some pretty phenomenal events. And, uh, and it's something that I know he's taking a lot of pride in him and his, his fiance, Miss Christine, who is, who needs no introduction in the sport. She'd whoop every one of us with a, with a, you know, with a, with a, uh, you know, with a Barbie rod on a Tuesday, if she had to, no problems. Um, but you know, it's one of those things, dude, and just credit to you, AJ, for what it is that you're doing. I know that you came into this, you know, going down there to support the, you know, to support your fiance and kind of decided, Hey, last minute, I think, you know, a day or two out that you were going to sign up and fish and, uh, and, and dude, this just goes again, once goes to show that, uh, that guys, if y'all see AJ's name on any roster, uh, you know, look over your shoulder because he's, he's, he's a stick, he's a hammer, he's ready to play. So don't think just because he's going and playing TD now with the BOS series that, uh, that he don't know how to find fish and don't know how to set the hook because he's proven once again by fourth place finish here to an unbelievably stacked field of, uh, what, almost 70, right? Or just over 70, 72 guys. Um, so, so big shout out AJ brother, wish we could have got you on. It wasn't meant to be. But Drew Gregory's here. Thanks for chiming in with us, Drew, and kind of and kind of moving forward from there. So I want to I want to chime in on the AJ thing. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Matt. Yeah, uh, AJ and I ran into each other. Uh, actually, first actually was the first full day of pre fishing in that area, and uh, I I love that man. Uh, he's a him and I. Uh, you know uh, what we what we uh, did on the water together that day. Uh, is between him and I, uh, as Ooh. far as how we talked, we had some, no, no, no. Well, no, happened, I was dude, saying, what happens on the river secret. stays on the river, dude. What happens on the river? Yeah. No, why, no, no, why did the I, bunch of fishermen go there? I was saying, who is in secret. Wow. No, wow. Yeah, I had never gotten a chance to sit and, and, uh, and really have a deep conversation about life with AJ. And, uh, I knew where I was going to fish day uh, day one of the tournament. Uh, basically, on that day that I ran into him, I was going up just to kind of get an idea of on the day before the tournament who might be uh, also up there. And I knew he would be there because I'd seen him uh, before. And him and I basically put our rods down and we just had fellowship on the water. And it was and it was a it was much needed for me. Uh, it got my mind right. It got my uh, got my spirits up. And, uh, him and I had a, had some great conversation about life and, uh, just it really everything other than fishing. And, and that's what I love about this sport. I, I mean, this is the day before one of the biggest tournaments that we're going to fish, uh, in, in this sport. And I'm sitting on the river, floating down the river, a Jackson and a Hobie hooked together and we're just chatting. <laughs> yeah. And we had a we had a great time and, and it was, I think it was time, something he needed and it's something I needed too. Well, uh, so the, the, the big man has the ability to put you yeah. guys in the right place at the right time and find who it is that you need to talk to, you know, and we talk about it all the time in this community that these little plastic boats, there's something special about it. You know, we've got, uh, uh, Dwayne Beatty on here talking about, he gives a shout out here to dusty says he made it. He was doing an interview himself. Dwayne was doing an interview himself. Because Dwayne is the hammer out of out of Arkansas that took second place in this event, uh, that almost had Clint's number, and uh, and he just uh, he just commented down here. He said at least he said gives a shout out to AJ. He says AJ, at least you got asked to be on the show. Dwayne, I was told that you were booked already tonight, bro. 
Uh, that, but yeah, but we thank you for tuning in with us, man, and chiming in, bro. If you got questions, concerns, thoughts, comments, whatever, bro, uh, we didn't we didn't leave you out here on purpose, bro. I was under the understanding that you already had another show you were working on tonight, so my bad, bro. But you're welcome to come in here, and if we can get you a link, I'll uh, I'll kick you Greg I'll kick Gregory out in a heartbeat to get you, Dwayne. Man, if anybody hasn't seen, if anybody hasn't seen the promo video that Dwayne has on Facebook right now, absolutely, Dad, it is one of the best put together, incredible uh, videos that I have seen in a long time. Let's talk about Hats that, Dusty. Off. Hey, let me, yeah, let me chime in on that. Yeah, Dusty. So Dusty, Dusty's his is is one of his teammates on the catch crew, and and the catch board crew that they're putting together is that is awesome. guys. That's a phenomenal little powerhouse. That what catch is putting together over there. I'm telling you guys, don't sleep on that catch team. Uh, those guys are doing it right. Uh, Dusty, man, Philip, what, what am I? What am I missing there? Like, tell us what think, that video was. No, I don't. I don't think you're missing anything. You actually sum it up perfectly. Um, don't don't sleep on the catch crew. Uh, camp and company are kind of kind of kind of quickly putting together something special. Like you said, um, I had I had the uh, I had the pleasure of being uh, filmed at the Hobie Open on Lake St. Clair, and I actually had the pleasure of seeing the final cut on Saturday, and it and it, and it blew me away. Uh, I, I mean, I, I get chills just thinking about it. I can't wait for it to be public. Uh, and then what they did with the teaser clip with Dwayne uh, is is phenomenal. So uh, I can't wait to see the final thing. But uh, but 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 Duke's doing it right. Duke's the uh, Duke's the brand behind catch. Uh, Hats and, off to whoever. <laughs> that what, was awesome. Yeah. What 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 he's doing, how he's doing, and how he's approaching it I think is really unique. Uh, I'm I'm very proud and grateful to be a part of it, uh, and I think that there's just huge. In fact, I know there is. I know there's huge and better things uh, on the horizon, not not far down the road, like pretty soon. I think you get that you guys will be seeing that as as we roll that out uh, in social media and into the world. So, yep, Duke Duke's Duke's the owner and founder of Catchco Boards, and he's and and we have talked. Uh, Duke's been Duke's been uh, been a friend of mine now since coming into the space and, and Duke's, you know, Duke's going to start doing some different video production with catch and doing some different things to do some better storytelling. You know, the same reason that this show exists and the, and the same reason that my other shows exist. And so many of us now are making these strides to, to, to be better at this storytelling. Duke saw that the same way that a lot of us did a year, two years ago and decided, Hey, there's something we can do there more to get better at that. And I saw the sneak peek go live today and hats off, bro. You you did a you did a phenomenal job with that. I can't wait to see what's coming next. It's really good stuff. Yeah, you know, all these guys are really kind of taking some pages, um, you know, from that from that JK Media House kind of crew that Jackson put together, you know, years back. Um, you know, bringing in some of theirs guys, you know, what I mean that that kind of come in there and that you know guys like Jamison Redding and Brooks Beatty, these guys that are good sticks on the water, but they're also hammers with a camera. And, you know, those guys are the guys that inspired me to kind of come into this sport and doing what we're doing here. So, you know, it's, it's great for those guys to, uh, you know, to be picking some of this up and running with storytelling. There, there's so many good stories that, that, that if I did, if we did these live shows with three of you guys every single week, we wouldn't get all the stories out that come out on the water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we might. So, yeah, that's all we would be doing is fishing and talking to and, and talking about fishing, right? No one would have a real job. That's what it's all about, man. Well, Dusty, it's easy for you. You're a school teacher. You haven't worked in like three months. <laughs> uh, 
I have it. And speaking of that, uh, school starts back up in a couple of weeks. So, um, you know, there's there's that anxiety level that's definitely increasing. But um, it's 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 a it's a gig tailor sport. Uh, I, I really couldn't ask for anything better. And I definitely had it in mind uh, when I when I when I chose it as a career. I mean, I didn't really know the kayak thing would unfold. But I definitely said to myself, travel, camping, seeing seeing the country uh, and just having maybe some, some downtime and some off time to explore some other things I'd like to do. And it's, and it's, and it's worked out tremendously. So I- now Dusty, I know a little bit about these guys personal lives because I've interviewed them before on other shows. Uh-oh. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, your, your, your beautiful wife, Miss Maria of 13 years, you guys have been together. Does she travel with you? Is, she, does she, does she sling a rod at all? She doesn't sling a rod at all. She's, she's lately been, been, been voicing on her own, a desire to maybe try. So I'll probably, oh. I'll probably like a like a like a spinning outfit or, or maybe even a push button for her to start, uh, but um, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll see how that goes. But on the other side of the coin, uh, yeah, she she goes with me everywhere. Uh, she's 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 my support system. Uh, she she really is uh, you know the 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 man behind the curtain, so to speak, <laughs> uh, kind of pulling the strings. Makes sense. Really helps me to keep uh, focus and and organized and. Uh, and and is is really a great support system out there. We've all, right, all got so, one of those behind the scenes, don't no, we? No, oh, ab- <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know, if if you guys see a trend here of guys at the top with these names, and you got you know Clint Henderson, his wife Meredith, you know, there he celebrated, he hoisted that first place on their seventeenth wedding anniversary. Well, well <laughs> sorry. So, it, you know, it's one of those things to where, uh, you know, it, it, you know, you're seeing a lot of that. What I've also noticing, too, is uh, something about these little plastic boats. These guys seem to marry way out of their league. I don't know what's up with that. But if you look around this industry, like, I, I mean, you know, you go from the top with Hoover all the way down to, you know, to, to guys like me who married way out of their league and all these guys in between. There's something special to be said. So, fellas, if you're single, I'm just saying, and you don't have a plastic boat. Get a kayak. Get a smoking hot wine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look at these four faces. Let me me jump in with an interesting story. Um, Actually, the reason that I'm I'm sitting here right now with you guys is because of her. She uh, she surprised me uh, for my birthday about close to maybe six or seven years ago with uh, a a kayak. It was, you know, one of the the less expensive sports authority, you know, cheaper sit-in kayak. But that was with that was wrapped in a bow sitting in the basement when I walked in. And that's kind of what got me on the water in a kayak. And then I, and then I met somebody who told me about the online stuff and it just sort of. Nice. They call that a, they call that a gateway kayak. Yeah. Yeah. Go to go to go to Dick's or go to Sports Authority and get you a gateway kayak. That's good. I like that, Drew. I'm going to if that's not copyrighted, we're going to copyright that. We're going to get that on the show here. Gateway kayak here on the way in. So if you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the way in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. You're on with three of the top 10 guys from the FLW KBF DZ Cup that was presented by Yak Attack. Uh, up in the top right, you guys are seeing Dusty Yacker. Down just below me, you're seeing uh, the 2016 Kayak Bass Fishing National Championship and Mr. Matt Ball. And then this pretty boy over here with the headphones is Mr. Drew Gregory, uh, who who needs no introduction in the sport. The the guy's a hammer on everybody of water that he's on. So, guys, I want to talk a little bit of, a little bit in this next segment. This is going to be a question to all three of you. And, Matt, I'll let you chime in first. Um, how was – how do you guys feel when y'all first heard – that FLW and KBF were kind of teaming up. You guys have been doing this a long time. What was, I mean, what was your initial perception? And then what was the reality 
once you got there for these two events, because these are just, let's be honest, these events were kind of not thrown together, but pieced together mid season and, and kind of done, you know, kind of, you know, kind of in a rush, but we're looking at waiting on, on KBF and FLW to announce next season partnership schedule, which we're already thinking is getting better. But when this was first announced as three veterans here, I want to know your opinions on, on when it was first announced, what you thought, and then what is actually there now, what, what it was. I, I'll start. Uh, yeah, I, when I first heard about this, I, uh, Chad had talked to me about it um, just right before it was made public. And uh, I thought, wow, you know, look at where it's, this is finally going. I um, didn't know a lot of the details yet, but I know right now, seeing where this all ended up and, and to, to walk across that big stage uh, was just something that I'm thinking, you, you know, I had the chance to stand in front of, you know, over 400 of my peers and win the national championship. And it was nothing will ever compare to that one as far as the win, but this was real close. And I only come in ninth um, to, to get up on that stage, to be standing back there, to look up and see Hank Parker on the <laughs> stage uh, talking in front of me uh, about the sport of fishing and getting kids into fishing and look and knowing that I'm backstage getting ready to go stand on the stage with the same people uh, as a, as a angler was just, I mean, my heart was just beating out of my chest to, to go up there. Um, you, you know, the, the money to win this event, you know, uh, I, the, the, the experience of getting to go across that stage was worth it regardless of any check that would be cashed in, in, uh, I'll never, that'll never be taken away. Um, I told Drew on the way home or on the way back to weigh in, you know, I felt pretty down about my performance, man. I, I thought, man, I just blew my chance. I never, I didn't say, man, I just blew my chance at $15,000. What we both said was we just blew our chance to walk across that stage. And yeah, that, no, 100%. that was uh, electric. Um, and I think it's, it's going to get even bigger. Um, it is, I didn't get to fish the open. Um, and I was really blessed that this fell the weekend that it did because, like, I'm leaving Friday. I, if this had come another weekend later, I couldn't have done it. And I was not able to do the uh, the Open because of uh, family commitments. So, yeah, this is amazing. So, I, now, I, it's awesome. Now, that, now, now, Dusty, same question to you, but I want to preface this. All three of you guys stood on the – came across the national championship stage in Louisiana this year. I believe all three of you were top ten there, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, I know I was sitting next to Matt. Uh, Drew, were you top 10? <laughs> <laughs> Drew took second. I, I got Drew, to get out on you, though, man. <laughs> yeah, Drew took second. Hello, is this hey, thing on? Hey, no one remembers second place, man. Oh, <laughs> see? That, that's, I mean, that's wait. kind of what we're saying. Like on day two, like the old, the old, the old motto goes, right? You, you know, you, you can, you can lose it on day one, right? <laughs> You can't win it on day one, but you can lose it on day one. But nobody, much like Clint Henderson and, uh, you know, coming in second to Matt Ball, no offense. But, yeah, you know, and I did the same thing. 
This, you know, this is one of your first, one of the first lives with us there, Dusty. Way to put the foot in the mouth, bro. Good job. <laughs> but I mean, I, my, my memory is horrible. It's, I mean, it's not about like food you're digging. You just you're digging, you're digging, bro. You're digging. Just just uh, so so. Well, yeah, Dusty, back to the question. <laughs> yeah. So answer the question, Dusty. Before well, you I, dig deeper. As a uh, as a teacher of history, uh, and you know, as a as a as a student of history, I have, I think I have an appreciation for change especially studying it and looking at it and um it's not remembering it (laughs) it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of unique um to to see you know where the sport went in just a few short years of my involvement uh and and to see it affiliated with flw and like matt has said and like others have posted um just to be in that arena the sights and the sounds uh like matt had said see hank parker walking around see a lot of pros that you're familiar with and hear, hear the voices that you you really only associated with television or through the television screen to sort of be a part of that uh, in real time. Um, was just, uh, you know, right away, something I recognized as, you know, something I'll always remember and, and just take with me, uh, you know, to the day I die. So I'm super grateful for that opportunity and for that memory and, and, and very grateful for the people who worked hard to put that together because you don't just snap your fingers and, and have that happen. This takes a lot of belief and commitment and, and work and, and, and tireless effort on, on a lot of people's behalf. And it provides people like us the opportunity to lo- to do what we love to do uh, on, 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 you know. On- One of the biggest stages in the world. So, yeah. you know, it, it's absolutely, you're absolutely right. Now, Drew, you're no stranger to big stages, whether people remember it or not. You're no stranger to them. So how was this stage and, and this event leading up to what was going on? How is it different from what you've seen in our sport in the past? Well, I mean, to kind of tie into your uh, the original question along with that one, I would say that, you know, Chad and I, from the very beginning, we we are fortunate uh, to get in the sport and find it very early. You know, we, we some people like uh, Dusty there had a woman give him a kayak and he found it that way. Other people are just finding it today. Maybe they're, they got friends that are sharing their passion for it, which I feel like it's selfish to find something that's giving you so much joy, not share it with others. And so that's kind of one reason why I like to share this sport. I know it definitely gets more people in the water, but it's, it's a benefit to us all when it happens. But long story short, I think that Chad and I, we knew and we saw this was going to happen at some point. We just didn't know how many years it would take. And the reason we knew it is because everybody watching right now, you know, it too. The sport is freaking awesome. There's no downside. You get a, a, you know, it's a less expensive boat. Uh, You get to, get it in more places that boats can't get right bass boats so you catch more fish unpressured fish a lot of times uh you get exercise who doesn't want more exercise you know I, we all want more exercise we all need to be in better shape it's 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 basically economy proof if, if the economy is, goes down you still have enough money to get a kayak i mean there's so many good things about this sport and that's why we knew chad and myself and a lot of the guys that, that were certainly um, in this at the beginning, the forefront of it, would, it would come to this at some point, because if you got the money for a bass boat, you have the money for a kayak, too. And there's no reason not to get one, too. It, right? If if you got the money for the gas in a bass boat these you days, got you got the money to get in this kayak sport. Yeah. That's just kind of that's just kind of how it's at. You know, I mean, it's one of that's those true. things to where, you know, uh, you know, I'm good friends with Shay Baker, who's big in the bass boat world. And he actually came over and borrowed a couple of my bona fides just a few weeks ago. And, you know, and, and it's one of those things where he's getting into it now and kind of seeing I mean, some of that stuff kind of play out. So Dwayne says right here, I'll throw his comment up here on the screen again. Dwayne took second place in this event. He says, this is the first time that we've had a real audience that wasn't mostly made up 
of other kayakers mm-hmm. of other kayakers alone and that alone was amazing you know and again and to start seeing some of that recognition to start seeing guys like hank parker to start seeing some of these guys you know that, that are in these flw you know to see some of these guys carrying this sport that serious you know to standing on these state stages that you know the with you know sharing the same space with john cox and brian latimer and some of these bigger names that are you know that that have been running around this industry for a long time to start getting some of that respect, right? I mean, am I misspoken there? I mean, you guys are the ones doing it. No, yeah. To get some of that respect, right? Feels really good, right, Drew? Yeah, and I'll chime in um, to kind of even finish that question to, along with what you're saying there. What what it does, it's not just about the purses being bigger because you know obviously the national championships a big big purse too, and these events will probably be pretty good sized purses going on in the future. But to make a living in the sport, the exposure. And the amount of media that FLW and, and Bass and these other large MLF tournament trails give the anglers allows us to be able to sell ourselves a little bit more to the sponsors who are looking for exposure. So it's not just the purses. Being on that stage and doing um, what FLW did and KBF did as they joined together is going to allow more people. It's just it's, it's cracking the door open to more and more people doing this full time in the future. And you know what? There's a little game where you take a little stick and you hit a ball and you get it in a hole. And that started, I don't know how many hundreds of years ago, but if you would have been, if they would have said one day Tiger Woods and all these players would be making millions of dollars on one, one tournament, millions, they would be rolling in their grave. And I can't even imagine by the time that we're long gone, what the purses are going to be for these tournaments. And it's important for people that don't fish tournaments too, because the baits and the lures that we are all using, the tactics and figuring things out is very important for those folks that maybe they don't, maybe that's not their thing. It's going to help them catch fish and have a better time on the water too, if they're paying attention to it. Yeah. So, so Matt, I'm, I'm going to pose this question to you because that brings up an interesting thing. And, and guys, there's lots of Craig storms is on here. Todd Patrick's watching, uh, Chad Hoover just came in the house. Uh, uh, Billy's in watching here with us. Gene Wilson is still chiming in and out. Gene, love you girl. Uh, what's up? Um, so Matt, this question, yeah. So this question kind of ties into you there, Matt, if you would, bro. Um, you know, what, what is, what is, what is the hurdles that we're seeing right now, Matt, to kind of get us over that next leap in your perspective as a guy who's, who's, who's been on all sides of it in the industry for as long as you has now, uh, you know, what, what's, what's the next step for us? Where do you think that, you know, what's the next phase to get us to that, to where we want to be? You mean the full time? The guy's doing a full time. I, I I mean to getting to getting this to where where we're where we're doing something similar uh, to where to where those stages and those arenas and and that type of backing like what like what what are what what are we missing in your opinion to get us there or is this just a part of the growth that that because it's new and because we're in it like maybe we're too close to it to see the amount of growth that we're having or do you think that we're having the growth? That it's just it's just not coming overnight. That's is the instant world that we all want. Am well, I making sense? Yeah, you know I don't know exactly what it's going to take to get bigger than what it is now. I, I mean I'm I'm not going to just make something up, but but I do know that as you know, for me, what I look at is you know a lot of people always people always want want to grow a sport until it becomes inconvenient for them. Um, you know, I know there's been a lot of local trails that, uh, you know, sometimes we get too big for our britches sometimes, you know, and, and, and it chases some people off. So what, what I think is going to be important is having 
tournaments and the opportunities for the guys like us that want to do this, yet keeping those that don't want to do it as a, just as important in the sport. You know, if I want to go out and enter a tournament for $500 or have and, and chase sponsorships and, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't make this sport mine. It makes it a different level. Not, it's not my sport. It's going to be, you've still got the guys you want to support. We've got to always support the guys on the local trails, you know, that are, that, that are fishing. And, and that's where I think the growth always continues because you're not going to grow a sport with a handful of guys making a lot of money trying to do it. Where you're going to grow a sport is with the 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 small trails, the the local trails where people are getting into the sport, learning it, and then deciding like I did whether they want to take it any farther. So that's where um, I think it'll take care of itself. I think it's going to it is growing and it and it will grow. And it's going to take sponsorships like, you know, like the the DZ, who's, you know, yep. out yep. of the industry, not yeah, a non a non endemic, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Somebody I, that's Drew not in the space. Discussion that ninety percent of our conversation on the way down was, as I was about this exact topic, and, um, you know, there's, I I don't know what it's going to take, but events like this, events like uh, you know, the, all of the bigger events, you know, this pro tournament coming up with all the people going to, it, you know, that's a, yeah. th there's big, big title events, um, you know, fishing against somebody like, uh, you know, uh, shoot, uh, the, the native series has got, uh, yeah, the, the, the native, the native ones coming up, uh, you know, I, I heard a rumor that, you know, that, that tungsten's doing yeah. one, so all you know, that, you know, there, there's, yeah, the well, there's, there's where, several of those coming in, you know, you know, my mind's going blank on uh, the 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 young pro shoot that's going to that's in the Dylan. Native, uh, yeah, no, uh, the bass boat guy that's fishing in the native. At the, oh, Jordan Lee. Jordan, Jordan Lee. Yeah, sorry. Jordan Lee. My, there my, you my go. Brain, yeah, my brain went. That's yep. that's where when you get guys like that wanting to come in and compete, you know, uh, and and put their put their skills against us kayak anglers. That's where things are really growing, uh, and I think we're there. Um, I don't know. I'm rambling a little bit, probably. But. No, no. I mean, you're good. So, so the man himself, Chad, just comments down here. He's 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 watching with us, and he says it's going to take focus on staying connected to the grassroots, and that's what instead I was of saying, keeping yeah. our eye on the big stage. And that's exactly what Matt Ball was saying. Exactly. So, so to play to play devil's advocate a little bit, Dusty, I'm going to pose this question to you, sure. um, because this was the first year where where KBF took on kind of a pro trail approach, and and just a couple of weeks ago. Two episodes on the way in, Chad made a commitment himself with KBF that that all of the Pro Tour guys that made the commitment to KBF this year are already paid for next year for the for the Pro Tour for KBF next year. Uh, is that something, uh, Dusty, that that you think we're going to start seeing more of? And is that something that that you as an angler wants to see more of? Is that separation of of the guys who are grassroots that just want to do it for fun and the guys who want to chase this for a living? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't really pretend to have all the answers there. Um, this year, I, I really didn't take a look uh, seriously at the pro side as, as, as more of me just wanted to determine how, how exactly, mu how much I wanted to branch out from my local trails and what commitments I can make on the national stage. But yeah, to answer your question, 
I, I do think it's important uh, to, to cater to both arenas, to cater to both groups of people. Um, for, from a personal standpoint, uh, I love the idea of competing as a professional, even if the stakes are higher, even if the entry fees are higher. I think there needs to be um, that sort of realm, that that sort of respect, that sort of that sort of aura of of of, of eliteness that uh, that 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 sort of you know attracts people like myself and maybe the other people standing here. Um, but but there still needs to be opportunities for others that maybe can't make that sort of commitment or make that sort of financial commitment. How that how how exactly that unfolds, uh, I, I really don't know. As 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 my main focus is is attending these events, fishing these events, and and of course you know promoting the sport any way that I can. Um, but I'm definitely excited about the prospects of, uh, of, of, of the pro side of the trail series next year and being a part of it. Definitely. All right. Well, Drew, I'm going to bring you in here too, because you definitely got some expertise here because you founded, uh, the, the river bass and trail series years back. And it was a very successful, uh, you know, thing. One of, you know, one of my good friends and fans of the, of, of the community and the sport and neighbor here in Tim Perkins won several of those national trail series, uh, championships. Uh, because he's quite a stick on the river. I get to fish with him weekly, and, and it's learning something every time you go if you don't know who Tim Perkins is. But, Drew, my question poses to you, um, you know, the the growth that we're seeing, do you think seeing these other trails kind of pop up? Uh, I mean, where's your head at on, on the competition amongst these trails versus trying to get these trails to feed one another and try to help each other out? which is what we see so much in this community, right? Yeah, I mean, it's got it's definitely got to grow both directions. You know what I mean? You need the non-endemics. You need it to grow big on this pro side. You need the, the money from those non, the Toyota, Nissan, Chevy, Ford, you know, Continental Tire, uh, you name it. Any big Firestone, any tire company, General Tire, non-endemics has got to grow that direction the same way, uh, you know, Bass and FLW and all these other companies have that because then what happens is that money – eventually trickles down to grassroots. You know what I mean? Like, and I was using golf earlier as an example, they, and fishing has this too, but golf's got the first tee, you know what I mean? Getting kids involved. So it's going to yeah. it like all the way to the youth and all these uh, clubs, you know, Bass and FLW, they all, all have their tours that are leading up. Like Matt said, you got to get someone just to start with something simple and small and, and less expensive. And then they're like, maybe I want to go further. Uh, so we need the, the uh, really, we need a, standard governing body which we have now kayak bass fishing is is the standard governing body everyone should fall under them you see what i'm saying and then yeah. be attached to them and we should grow it and it's like this sort of farm system but then kbf which, which they do should be supporting them as much as possible because that's just growing the sport that direction from so anyway yep. and then guys like us and the pro series are going to put on and the exposure the flw stage brings allows us to hopefully gain more of these non-endemic sponsors which we're working on and some people have some already you know i mean i've i've got a few that are non-endemics out you know outside the uh, fishing world that if we can just get more of those we can get more money and, and grow the whole thing so i can't so i'm gonna read jake mccormick's statement here that i just threw up on the screen um, and is what a perfect panel for you guys to try to comment on this. Uh, 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 Drew, I'm gonna let you answer first. Competing against a champ for the first time can be com completely deafening if you're a first time guy. I mean, is that something that 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 you agree with, and something that you guys you know feed into? I mean, I know that we're talking about this grassroots, but what do you, what do you tell to a guy like Jake, who's a Marine Corps uh, gunnery sergeant, who's getting who's getting his young son yeah. out, and they're starting to kind of get into this a little bit? Like, what do yeah. you tell those guys about going to a grassroots or going to your local trail? Well, here's what I would say, Jake. First of all, if you fish any of these tournaments that have a, a good field, you're going to have probably 
10 or 12 former champions that have won, you know, kayak bass fishing in them. And Tiger Woods didn't win every tournament he was in. He didn't even make every cut. So it's not going to matter if you don't win that tournament or you, you get in the bottom half of the field. You got you to gotta fish some tournaments sometimes to learn. Maybe you mess up and you score fish poorly and you get deducted. And there's things you learn and you'll get better and better and better. So I would just say, like, don't don't feel like, you you know, every, every tournament you fish that you don't win is some, you know, oh, no, or I didn't beat so-and-so. You're, you do enough tournaments, and if you fish with other people, which obviously I'm sure everybody fishes with other people, Hopefully you're taking a mental note. Do you catch more fish than them? Do you catch bigger fish than them? If so, it might be time to try your hand at some tournaments. You might be better than you think. Well, also, Absolutely. also, Jesse, if, yeah, also, Jake, if you're a listener, if I could talk to you, I, I, I just kind of want to maybe, maybe do a 180 on what you have to say and suggest that instead of it being completely defeating, you could look at it as a, as it being completely uplifting. Right off the bat, you have you have the you, you have the immediate opportunity to compete with a champion. Mm-hmm. I'm on the yeah. same water with a champion. You're on the same level as a champion. I mean, it's it's uh, even though we talked about maybe divisions between professionals and elites and 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 who are sticks, maybe who are not and who are beginners. Ultimately, on a field even like Wachita or even on on a lot of trail events, I mean, you have such a you have such a diversity of people. You have such a diversity of talent and 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 people, and that's sort of that's sort of a great thing. You have the opportunity to to learn uh, and compete with 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 champions of your sport. And yeah. You can't really go. You can't go on the, the thing. Is uh, one thing I'll say on that is, if if us as a what what a lot of people refer to as the elite in the sport, which I, I hate to refer to myself that way, but let's okay. if if I, if if I ever am at an event it, when when people in the at the you know starting out in this sport, if they feel that way, if they if I ever if we start making it feel like we are superior, then there's a big problem. Um, no, oh, absolutely. You know, and I, and that, never, that right there. Sorry, Matt, go ahead. That, yes. that is something that I really strive to, you know, I feel like at, at, I go to my local trail events and get beat all the time. Totally. Um, totally. Absolutely. You know, say it ain't so. No, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got so, I, I, but but anytime anybody has success in anything, when they start feeling like they're better than anyone else, they are no longer an elite in that sport, in my opinion. And and in this community, I don't. I I, I mean, I'm sure that there's some out there. But I, I what feel Jake's like saying I, is, I I'm hoping like I'm that's pretty, not what people are making. Yeah, feel no, like. exactly. And, and that's and, and Jake, and that's what I'm kind of leaning feel that way because I was, I don't think I don't think for an instant I'm a fan of this sport. I'm not an angler on anywhere near any of these guys' levels. I I don't hold a candle. I know I've I've done it. I've seen me do it. I've seen me skunk tournament after tournament next to these guys. <laughs> But I'm a fan of this sport, and what I love about it is that on every level, I challenge any of you guys, and, and I've made this comment before, if any of you guys go to a local trail or you go to one of these national trails and, and you have questions and you walk up to almost any one of these guys that you've ever seen as a guest on anything that I've been a part of, and, and they're not nothing more but, but, but arms open and wanting to tell, you know, answer questions or talk to you in the right setting when they have the ability to do that um, from a guy – you know, that, that had just bought a boat from, uh, you know, from, uh, from the local dealer here because I was reading Chad Hoover's book and watching Drew Gregory on YouTube and, you know, and answering questions from me at two o'clock in the morning. That was just two or three years ago. So if you're intimidated by this sport at any level, go to a local event, go to the, one of the KBF events and talk 
to the guys around you because I promise you, you're going to get the door flung wide open to just about anything and everything that you want to be. That's what I love about this community. Yes. So um, with that, so we kind of kind of went way off here. And, and guys, you got a lot of you guys, as I can't keep up with the comments wherever here or not. Not, and and we're kind of starting to slowly run, run, run out of time here. Um, but but Dusty, I'm gonna, I want final thoughts from all of you guys before we go into a closeout. Dusty, man, final thoughts on what this the, this first ever inaugural FLW KBF DZ Cup presented by Yakutag. I want to know, like, what was your? I mean, what's your walk away from it, man? I mean, you know, you've had a couple of days now to kind of process it out. Uh, I mean, what's your kind of final thoughts on it? Well, I'm, I'm sort of still getting over like how, how close I was to victory. As you know, I had four fish on day two and, you know, I could have just caught a 12 incher for the win. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm literally sort of still getting over that. But, but really, the, the bigger picture is the learning experience that it is and just learning to sort of uh, live the moment and appreciate where you're at and um, sort of just learn to embrace the experience. So I'm um, kind of not not to repeat myself. It, 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 it was it was the friggin FLW stage. I mean, that I mean, you, you know, sort of that alone uh, uh, speaks for itself. So my, my takeaway was I, 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 I can't believe that happened. Uh, I'm super proud of my efforts. And I just I just I, I'm, I'm in such anticipation of what is going to be next, not only uh, with KBF or FLW, but just for the sport in general. And I'm and I'm and I'm really happy to be on on taking that ride. Drew, what was your takeaway from from what this weekend was and, and the event and everything it pursued? Like we like we mentioned to you before, you're not you're you know you've 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 owned a lot of stages with your river bass and trail. You've stood on a bunch of stages at every other level of this community in this sport. How was this different, and what was your takeaway from this weekend with FLW? I mean, certainly the audience and the lights and all the you know the the glitz and glamour was different, but in a lot of ways, what we just talked about the guys in this sport are like any other. Everyone is so friendly, so helpful. I mean, Matt and I and others were giving each other lures and sharing tips and tactics, even though we were competing against each other. I know that that may not happen the same way forever, but I sure hope it does, man, because we let the chips fall where they may. Um, And as far as my fishing goes, AJ, uh, Matt and I, we all fish the same area. We sort of, in a way, we kind of cannibalize some of our fish, but, but, but I'm cool with that. We all had the bites that could have really got us there. And I was happy to fish with those guys and do as well as we did. And then, uh, you know, one last thought, the RV, I'm sitting in it right now, I, you know, cause my son just, just went to sleep. I didn't want to wake him up, Matt. It's still as ripe as can be. It's still as dirty as can be. I mean, I have never I, been so glad to get out of a vehicle in my life. <laughs> I don't know how I'm, I've stood in here this long. I haven't touched it. I've not touched it since. But anyway, it was a it was bad. Amazing, amazing event. And uh, as someone who's run run tournament trails, you, you just can't say enough good things about you know kayak bass fishing and FLW for all the hard work it's taken to make this happen. Because trust me, it has been a ton of hard work for those guys, and they'll probably even never even lead on with how hard it's it's had to have been. I've done it. Getting it there is not easy. I think Chad probably. And I both thought, man, this this should have been there a long time ago because we knew how cool this sport is. But the the mainstream world is always going to be a little delayed on it. They're going to take them a little while to catch up. Yeah. And I'm just thankful that they kept fighting hard and they convinced FLW to to partner up. And uh, FLW believed in it. Yeah, well, I, I tell you what, man, uh, ex excellent representative Matt. 
I mean, bro, from the beginning, from the very first NC where you beat out 400 guys, you know, and then, you know, and on top of that, you know, beat it, you know, beat out the, the winner of this event with Mr. Clint Henderson by a quarter of an inch to going through everything that you've gone through and getting what it is that you're getting. I've got to, I want you to answer the question I just asked those guys. And then I've got a quick follow-up question for you as well. So go ahead, Matt. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've been blessed with all the opportunities that, that KBF has afforded me in this, uh, in this sport. Uh, uh, did not ever expect to be sitting here as what, you know, I'm honored to be called and referred to as an ambassador. That's my biggest, uh, most proud thing that I've been referred to, you know, a champion. That's, that's cool. But when somebody says, Hey, I'm an ambassador, I, I take that very seriously. So, um, I, I do. I appreciate all the, 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 all of the tournaments have, have given to me and I'm excited to see where it's going to go from here, honestly. So, well, so, so it's there, Matt, <laughs> my, this is Matt. So Matt, Matt, you're the only guy on the planet who can answer this question next. Like okay. you're the only guy with the qualifications to okay. answer this next question. So my question to you is this, We've got the inaugural KBF, uh, FLW KBF DZ Cup champion on watching with us right now in Clint Henderson. Uh, you're the inaugural KBF NC national champion. Give me your best. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys had this conversation privately or not, and I'm throwing you to the wolves here publicly, but but give give me and give us your best advice to Clint on how he shoulders this moving forward and what he can expect moving forward as this inaugural champion for the sport. I have no worries about how Mr. Clint Henderson will handle this. Uh, Clint, Clint's got his head on right. Uh, Clint knows what got him there. Clint knows, you know, I know that all of my victories come through Christ and, and, and my faith is most important. Nothing will ever come in, uh, before my faith and my family. Um, this, this is not our, you know, Clint's true identity, if you ask him, is not, a KBF champion or a FLW champion. It, it's a, it's a, a follower of follower of Christ. And that's, that's what I will always look at as being my identity. Um, I'm a, I'm a sinner saved by grace, you know, and, and everything that we're doing in this sport, um, you can use it for his glory or you can use it for your own glory. And I think that's where uh, you've got to, to keep, for me, you know, that's, that's the way I look at it. If I can continue to be in this sport and, and use it to glorify him, I'll do it. But as soon as it's nothing but a glorify Matt ball, I'm, I'm, I'm not, that's, that's when I'm doing it wrong. So. Absolutely. You gotta be a good Jim Clark. Just signed, just send it up there. You gotta be a fisher of men. So absolutely correct. So, all right. So you guys have done absolutely phenomenal. I want to stay and talk to you guys for another hour. We don't have that kind of time. People got to get to work. People got to get to bed. People got to get to class because unlike Dusty, some of us are back in school. Some of our kids are already back in school. Some of the teachers are still getting the you know, vacation time. Uh, and Drew Gregory has got to clean that RV up. So we got to let everybody go. But before I do that, I want to roll out the red carpet. Dusty, I'm going to let you take the stage first, man. No pressure. But as the rookie to the weigh-in here with your first time being on the show, I'm going to roll out the red carpet to you, bro. The floor is yours. The mic is yours. Thank who you want to thank and, and, and tell us what you're up to next. 
Well, uh, it's funny you say that. I'm, I'm really in the, I was just trying drop shots. I was, uh, I got to get ready for the uh, Michigan Kayak Trail Championship that's uh, up in uh, northern Michigan this weekend. So I'm kind of excited about that. Some nice cool weather. Um, but when we were at the, we, we were on the FLW stage, uh, I, I had assumed that Chad was going to hand me back the mic. So I, I, I really had a faux pas on a stage there and didn't get a chance to um, give a shout out, you know, to the people I love and my sponsors. So. Rookie. In a, min, in a miniature version, you know, in sort of poor man's version here on the way in, I could sort of do that. Uh, yeah, I, I certainly want to give a shout out to my supportive family here who, who who means a lot to me. And of course, we mentioned Maria earlier. None of this is really possible without without her love and, and help and support. Um, but uh, I really want to give a special shout out uh, to Hobie Fishing and uh, and Hobie Kayaks for, for providing me uh, the, 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 a super stable platform to do my thing. Um, I want to give a shout out to Kitech uh, USA, the Kitech baits that I use uh, a large percentage of the time that have have uh, really helped me earn a lot of money over the last couple of years. Um, I'd like to give uh, thanks to Bill Bragman over at Yak Year uh, for believing in me from the beginning, being super flexible. And I want to give a huge shout out to Duke uh, at uh, Catch Products USA for uh, his belief and his support and uh, sort of um, taking just really good care of people. <laughs> Chad's coming in on you, Dusty. He's calling you out. He said, dude, I gave you the mic twice. LOL. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe it was my fault. Yeah. If you guys have ever been Chad, been around Chad, forget Chad to give up the mic twice. That's impressive. Yeah. yeah so, I know. so I didn't take advantage on either occasion, <laughs> but I just wanted to say that. And uh, I, I, I want to thank you, Scott, for inviting me and giving me the opportunity to be on the show. We had a lot of fun. Bro, we're excited about it, man. Keep doing your thing. Uh, I'm excited about, you know, about building a more personal relationship with you and what you're doing. You're a phenomenal guy on and off the water, man. So I appreciate you for coming on. I'll let you stick around for a few minutes longer. Drew, boss, man, I want to roll out the red carpet for you. I know you're kind of, you know, kind of playing fill in here for AJ, so to speak, and some big shoes to fill. But if we're going to let somebody do it, you can definitely do it. Uh, so I'm going to roll out the red carpet for you, man. Thank you. You want to thank and uh, and let us know what you're up to next. Well, Chad never gave me the mic back, and it's probably was a good thing on on his uh, part. He knew he's better. Smart. He knew he's better. Smart. And uh, after my yell on stage, he probably was like, "All right, that's a high note. We got to end it on a high note." So, but um, but I do want to say it was really cool running into Dusty at Cracker Barrel on our trip on Matt and I's yeah. trip because maybe there's something to this because we're all sitting here right now and we were all sitting at Cracker Barrel randomly, just ran into each other. Do you believe in there. Do you believe in coincidences? That, that was in Benton, Benton, wasn't it? I believe so. I can't remember, but um, I don't, I don't mind, I don't mind that at all. Making that a pre-tournament ritual. If I, I cracker, that's right. You don't, you don't need to twist my arm. We stayed the night in that parking lot, uh, I believe, and it was. Yeah, it was we nice. just happened to park. We just happened to park in front of a sprinkler, and when we that's we right. thought it was raining that morning, we opened up the door and water came flying in the camper. We had parked the, on top of a sprinkler uh, that morning, so. I'm telling you guys, there's not enough. There's not enough hours not. in the day to get all these little stories. That's phenomenal, right there. there. I didn't know that. That's the tip of the iceberg. I'm actually going to do oh, a podcast. Yeah. I'm going to do a podcast with Matt Ball. If you guys are out there watching, you can listen to the Hooked on Wild Waters podcast. Matt and I are going to recap a lot of our stories because we never touched on Mountain Man and just all I'll the other. About throwing you through the shower door on the way back to Wade. That's right. That's right. I'm showering <laughs> in the RV. 
it's, it's pretty crazy. So Chad, wait a minute, Chad. I'm pleading yeah. with you now. You guys smash that like button, smash that heart button. We're going to see if we can't get a Heliconia film crew to just get around these guys right here and follow them around in the RV. It Matt, you may be setting yourself up for failure to where you're going to have to travel with Drew Gregory from here on out. Oh, he doesn't. I don't think he's going to be wanting to do that. Trust me, there's a reason There's a reason why Matt Ball just said, I sat on the river connected to AJ for like an hour. To get, he said, to get my mind right. Well, that's because he sat in the RV. He sat in the RV with me for 14 hours, and he needed some way to get his mind right after that. Let, let me tell AJ, you. AJ, AJ playing Jesus on the water. That's and right. saving Matt Ball. If anybody has ever spent much time with Drew Gregory, that man would lose his butt if it wasn't attached to his waist. <laughs> I yeah, hooked up after if you, him. If I you guys are praying tonight before bed, if you guys are praying tonight before bed, y'all please make sure you play pray for Drew Gregory's wife and how she keeps him straight. Oh, yeah. because, I don't know how. I've I would order her. Anybody that uses a pack of gum as a wallet. I mean, the, I learned a lot about Drew Gregory in this trip, but. Uh, well, Dude, you got fresh breath. You always have fresh breath. You can, you don't have a wallet in your pocket and the phone and keys and the gum. It's like it's all in one. It's you never had your phone in your pocket. It was lost half the time. <laughs> I, That's I, true. That's true. Absolutely hilarious. Well, Matt Ball, man, anyway. we we we've got to roll the red carpet out for you, Matt. And thanks for coming on and being a part of this, dude. You're you're every time I text you, you're like, hey, yeah, let me figure it out. Let me get there. You hardly ever tell me no when I ask you to come be a part of something. You're a true friend of mine, man, on and off the water. I love you to death, brother. And uh, so I'm going to roll out the red carpet for you and let you think who you need to think and, and let you tell everybody about what you got going on next. Uh, I, I want to thank Drew for, for having me along on that trip. Honestly, we got to spend some good time together. And all joking aside, we, we, did, uh, we did have a good time. And I want to thank Jackson Kayak for supporting me the way they do. Uh, I, I said this on stage, and I mean it. You know, there's a lot of people – Love it or love them or hate them. Torquedo was a very big key. I for the tournament. I went ten. What no six miles up river on uh, pre fishing, hitting every spot. The way we shuttled, uh, Drew actually on on pre fishing. He actually came downstream with his Kusa, and I went upstream, dragging through shoals six miles upstream with my Torquedo to pick up the RV at the end of the day to come back and pick him up. And it it was. Uh, that, it was awesome. You know, that, that Torquedo was great. You know, I want to thank, uh, you know, all, you know, NRS, Jackson Kayak, Fishing Online. Fishing Online has been, has had my back since the beginning. And, and I just think, think the world of those, uh, uh, yeah, those, those guys there um, and, and their family to me. Um, Cal Coast Fishing. Uh, I want to thank Stormy at Dakota Lithium. His battery, that, that battery, living in that RV, I couldn't have done it without that that uh, Dakota uh, power box all week. We've been next to you again with that Dakota Lithium, man. I don't know that I can do that again, dude. You blinded me all night the last time I, we bumped. I put there. a piece of tape over that. <laughs> oh, did you now? Yeah. Right. I did. Yeah, shout out Dakota yeah. Lithium. Make it on off switch, please, for that light. Because when I have to sleep next to Matt Ball, not only is the snoring and the talking and the sleep keeping me up, but I that neon Dakota, sleep, so. yeah, that yeah. neon Dakota Lithium. I can't, I can't record. I can't give you guys the phone recording. That I have a Matt Ball talking in his sleep, but uh, maybe one day we'll go away in after dark, and I can fill that fill you in on that stuff, guys. So. No, I, I just recently uh, I want to thank Z Man for for believing in me. Uh, they they picked me up here this year at ICAST, and I'm looking forward to a great future with them. 
you know, using using their products, and they played a big role in this week. Uh, the other thing, bending branches, man, um, having a good paddle this week, along with that Torquedo, was key because, I mean, we were we were fishing some skinny water this week, and I had to rely on that paddle a lot. Uh, so I can't keep going on and on about, you know, all the people that are supporting me, but uh, my wife, most importantly, uh, holding down the things here at home with and, and what she's done to support this and my wife and kids. So uh, well, what's next for me? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm leaving this Friday. I got to miss uh, a lot of cool events that I was really would have loved to have went to the, uh, uh, this weekend. I would have loved to have done a couple our mountain state kayak angler, uh, season ending, uh, new river event is, is this weekend, but I'm, uh, I'm moving the kids back to college. So, I've got to pack up a uh, 20-foot uh, box trailer with all their belongings and head them back to college for for the week. Uh, Matt, Matt Ball always doing always doing the best he can do at everything he does, doing that representing that dad life this weekend. So, well, guys, I I, I personally, all three of you guys, y'all jumped on it. Uh, Drew really jumped on it last minute to kind of come in here and fill AJ's spot. Uh, you know, these guys right here. Uh, you know, to all the to everybody watching the weigh in and seeing us, you know, how we do this show every single Tuesday night right here on KBF at 8.30 Eastern time every single Tuesday night to bring on not just one champ, but three of the top ten from from inevitably, uh, you know, not the biggest numbers tournament, not the biggest prize, not the biggest whatever, but in, in my belief as a fan of this sport, the biggest prestige tournament that we've seen yet in this sport um, and, 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 and definitely that next step to where we're going next down the road it, it, as a community and its whole to have, you know, six, eighth and ninth place come here and sit down and talk to us and share opinions and interact with all of you guys. This is the storytelling. This is the community. This is what I love. And this is what the way in is all about. So thank you three for coming on. Thank you guys, everybody for chiming in down here on, on the comment section. If you got questions or something, or there's something that we missed. I can just about guarantee you that all three of these guys, as well as Chad and some of the other big names that are climbing into the to the to the messages over here on the right side of the screen, they'll go I back won't in and they'll tonight. I'm going to bed. I there you go. He'll go to bed, but they will get there. <laughs> tag them if you guys have got questions, if y'all got thoughts, concerns, whatever. Let us know. But every Tuesday night, we're right here on the way in at 8:30 Eastern time. If you missed the champ Clint Henderson's episode, it's now live on kayakbassfishing.com forward slash weigh in. You can go in and find that there. Um, we are working on getting this all formatted to where it can go into a podcast. That's coming down the road. I saw that question down below. But once again, Dusty, Drew, and Matt, thank you guys so much. These are true champions. You guys smash that heart button. Give that like, a thumbs up, and uh, and thank these guys for coming on with us. Uh, what did I leave out, guys? Anything? Y'all done? Well, thank you to my wife, too. I didn't really get a chance to say it because I got us off track. No surprise. <laughs> Thanks to my wife for uh, sticking home, watching uh, little Theo, and so I can go do this awesome event. And, of course, uh, like like Matt said, Jackson Kayak, Blue Sky Boatworks. I was in a Blue Sky. Yak Attack, Bending Branches, Z-Man. Uh, pretty much I caught every fish on Z-Man. So thanks to all the sponsors. I could keep going on and on. But uh, just follow along at Hooked on Wild Waters. I'm going to have a podcast with Matt, and you guys can uh, learn a little bit more about our adventure. Well, we got a lot. You yeah. definitely want to tune into that one. That's going to well, be good. Guys, before we all shut out, my final little shout out tonight is a huge thank you to FLW for supporting what we all believe in and seeing the future, seeing why we care about what we care about in this sport. 
all of us that were already fans in this sport and fans of this community, you've definitely got a bigger fan base now and definitely got more of us involved than we're already before. We're gonna, I'm going to rep FLW for the rest of my life. If they do nothing else with us, they've got a new fan and got somebody with us. They've got a phenomenal group of anglers that run that trail and do that different thing. So please get out and support FLW. Go, go sign up for their medias. Find those different things there. If y'all need anything from us, uh, once again, I'm your host, Scott Butcher. This is The Way In here every single Tuesday night, and we'll catch up with you guys next time. Everybody say bye. Holla. See you guys. Thanks, guys. See you at Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, that could be a thing. Everybody's going to.